The last coffee house. Are you a man? If so, you could be improperly splaining. I have an article from a publication called The Daily Dot, written by Brittany Vincent. This is July of 2018, relatively recent. And this is barely worth talking about, to be perfectly honest. It's just another one of those empty, hypocritical concepts that are really just about a feeble power grab as opposed to contributing anything to the zeitgeist or to bank of knowledge. Okay, so a, a woman named Kim Goodwin had created a flowchart. I think she termed it a diagram, but it's it's a kind of a chart that explains, you know, has, has the flow of the arrows to try to explain what mansplaining is. <laughs> explaining what mansplaining is. So it starts, like, the top left corner, it, it asks, am I mansplaining? The first question is, did she ask you to explain it? You know, if you say yes, then it's not mansplaining. Look at that. The funny structural context here is obviously that puts all of the power <laughs> with people who happen to be female. So she's the one who gets to ask. You know, you don't get to, it's just like catcalling. <laughs> you don't get to offer information. She must ask for it. Of course, the other way around, it, it doesn't matter. But now, if, if no, if she didn't ask you to explain it, do you have more relevant experience? You're supposed to quantify your uh, relative experience to the person. If she has more and is a well-known expert, then just stop talking. So you're supposed to shut up, man, and be in your place. Uh, if she has more, but is not an expert, then it's definitely mansplaining. Curious because, uh, I mean, there are any number of hundreds of thousands of topics under any category of profession or inquiry or whatever else, and it's quite likely that despite being an expert, despite having a whole bunch of experience, that you wouldn't know something in any given category, which is already granting way too much for this stupid concept. Okay, do you have more relevant experience? Yes, by a fair amount. Next, would most men with her education and experience already know this? If no, did you ask if she needed it explained? If she said yes, she said she did, then it's not mansplaining. Again, double... <laughs> Double arc of her having the power. Oh, God. So... So, would most men with her education experience already know this? If yes, then it's probably mansplaining. If I did not ask about whether she needed it explained, then it's probably mansplaining. If she said no about the explaining, then you should just stop talking now, man. Get in your place. Again, I mean, the, the easiest way obviously to attack it in the obvious way that most people would would go is that it's hypocritical to say that there's just some kind of a special standard that says that if you engage in these circumstances to one toward one gender then it it's considered some kind of special category of terrible thing that you're doing if you do it to the other gender then it's not that is uh, you know, the obvious clear way to attack this but not only that but it's just in the category in this whole context this milieu of progressive regressive leftist kind of ideas related to this whole gender issue uh, because of course the first question would be okay what is the definition of a man it's not as straightforward <laughs> as it used to be. Uh, if they want to define a man just by uh, has the label man, then that is the only prerequisite to, to engaging in mansplaining. Uh, they prefer the label of man, and uh, so if they prefer that particular label, then if they engage in this activity, then uh, they are mansplainers and doing something that is inimical to society and potentially <laughs> oppressing the opposite gender. If they prefer the label woman, then none of this applies, then it's it's meaningless. But it's saying that there's some kind of a special little difference, there's some kind of a difference between men and women that is just a priori, you know, it's already there. So you break that down and it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. So having looked at that, then we want to look at, are you really that professionally insecure? You're really that insecure that it's even a blip 
on your intellectual radar that somebody says something or explains something to you that they should have known you already knew. Does this really mean anything? I mean, as a, a male professional, I get it all the time from men and women who try to explain something to me that I already knew. And I get it all the time where they explain something to me that I didn't know. And they have exactly the same <laughs> emotional response and the exact same intellectual labor that I use in trying to determine whether I need that information or not. How can you be so insecure in your professional credentials that it actually means something? That it resonates in some way, emotionally or intellectually, or as some kind of a, a lighthouse that's... that's Pushing out the, the misogynist light that you, you've got to find in the midst of all the other interactions. It's, you're really that insecure? Holy hell. Not only that, a third thing that's kind of significant is that it's so much of these kinds of experiences are based on self-reporting. It's just people who say that, well, this happened to me in this context, this happened to me in that context. And quite obviously, it's somebody who's describing something who has a vested interest in that thing being true. You know, a vested interest in painting this interaction as something that's that's negative. That's the whole reason they're bringing it up. So that's the least likely person that you want to trust in that scenario for actually objectively representing what they actually what actually happened, or whether it's significant, or whether it's meaningful, or whether it's something that we should be discussing at all as a phenomenon in Western society. <laughs> I just... I can't stand this kind of a, a childish performance. You know, it's a performance. It's, it's trying to develop all these methods for taking power in, in very... I mean, if you don't have other, way, other ways to do it, then fine. <laughs> you know, I'd rather it be based on a meritocracy, wherein people who show the best results and do the best, etc., are the ones who are elevated. Uh, because that's demonstrable, rather than making the terms different. Because under a meritocracy, you're going to get something out of that. Society itself gets something out of that. Under this kind of a rubric, where you're trying to gain more power and influence, society's not gaining something out of this. It's just you gaining something out of this. <laughs> And it doesn't encourage you, especially if it works, it doesn't encourage you to do anything that's going to be beneficial to society or anybody else. It's just going to encourage you to do things that are beneficial to you or people who are like you. And it's based on not merit or sharing of ideas or engaging with other people or anything like that. It's based on how you were born. Done. Full stop. It's so childish. So ridiculous. And it's so pointless to even have these conversations about it. It just it needs to be undermined at every turn so that we stop talking under this context so that the the shift we can shift the paradigm and it's not about this kind of a thing anymore whatever the case okay well so i need to be as objective as i can so let's look at liabilities do i have any liabilities this is labbing it this is a really stupid very superficial concept that says that being condescending and vaguely oblivious <laughs> about another person's credentials is some kind of a special category of patronizing for one gender where it's not for the other it's it barely means anything so there are very few liabilities that i have to worry about when it comes to my education level the amount of time that i spent looking into this particular topic or the kinds of things i've read or studied related to it outside of formal education not many liabilities so Anchor, how heavy is the anchor? It's like 10 pounds out of 2,000. <laughs> this is something, a concept that people decide to make up that is virtually meaningless. Like I said, it's just a, it's a power grab. It's just, that's all it is. And it's a power grab by shockingly insecure people. So it's 10 pounds out of 2,000. That's what is weighing down on my confidence in my analysis of this particular issue. And biases, uh, my gender could be biasing me. So that's something I have to be aware of and uh, determine whether that's shading my argument or analysis. Of course, there's barely anything to analyze or argue about here, so so it's not likely. But 
could be biasing me again my anti-SJW stance which has been cultivated over the years is relatively staunch it could be biasing me one way or another to not look at this effectively but again it's it's very superficial and has very little that's actually offering by way of argument or evidence or anything like that so not much to it so so keep going keep trying if this is what you want to do for your power grab have at it the moment that the population has something to identify itself by when we don't have this identity vacuum anymore when there's something real going on and actual problems all this stuff is going to fall by the wayside it's already to the to the average person it's already it means virtually nothing you know they might on a survey support it or something like that but if you talk to them for any amount of time i I would bet a lot on it that it means virtually nothing. So that's that. That's the last coffee house. All right. Thanks. Bye.